record, bro. They like the low the low before that I read was six million. So what do you guys think about the fact that the Nets were not represented in Utah, which that's another thing. I said this on the radio. The NBA is bugging out. How do you go from Cleveland to Utah to Indiana as your three cities in a row for the All-Star game? Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wanna go to Utah. Yeah, as an NBA fan, I was very, very, very disappointed in the NBA All-Star Weekend. Like I like I said, I, I love watching ball and the game itself was just so, so hard to like you know you we love the flashy donks and the but the no defense usually the last couple All-Star games were somewhat competitive. Like, you know, they they do this system where you gotta whoever scores the most in the quarter and then the fourth quarter they kinda go hard. Like the fourth quarter usually guys are playing a little bit of defense and it's competitive, a close game, but this whole game, the only bright spot of it was when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went one-on-one for, like, a couple possessions. This is why I think they should put a one-on-one tournament in the um, All-Star weekend, but they probably won't. Uh, but this, the whole weekend was just not good. Cam should have been in Rising Stars. Yuta is getting overlooked. We all know it as necessary. He got snubbed. But, again, I was just disappointed. Yeah, it's just not a good product, right, at this point. You have to look at the reality of it. And the dunk contest, I will say, Mac McClung put on a show. That was awesome. That was a good dunk contest, independent of the fact that he doesn't have, I mean, really any sort of superstar notoriety other than one of the most ridiculous uh, high school mixtapes anyone's ever seen. You know, other than that, I mean, independent of all that, he, he it was a great, a great showing from him at the dunk contest. But no, I mean, the NBA, and I think it's pretty obvious to say, fumbled this all-star this all-star weekend and it's not inexcusable or even are the incorrect choice for the nets to not have anyone in the actual all-star game they had two all-stars and then they got traded so it that i I can't blame the nba for that obviously and i agree with keith i mean cam kind of kind of blew his shot there i think you'd have been in the three-point contest would have been nice but at the end of the day i guess he didn't qualify because he didn't have the minimum shots taken to actually be the nba three-point leader um and same i think same with kcp uh, as put, well, so they put they put Julius Randle in there. Yeah, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Like, Julius Randle. 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 Randle is shooting thirty three percent. This is a bad call, independent of it, but that's unrelated to the fact that you didn't get the call. There were, I mean, if you're shooting thirty three percent, I think the league average is like thirty eight. He's a, he's a league below average three point shooter, so you can't do that. I mean, but they put they put Car Malone on a pedestal. Oh they my put god, certified criminal pedophile. Yeah, I, I, I don't rapist. rapist. I don't have enough. I don't have enough negative words about Carmelone. I, I could go this through the whole dictionary. L, bro. This whole thing was yeah. an L. The NBA, the NBA blew it, and it's rare that I say that because I believe thoroughly that Adam Silver is the best commissioner in all of sports. But he he blew it. The NBA blew it, and they're going to have to do a lot of work to make Indiana work as an All Star game because that's not Los Angeles. That's not Miami. That's not, you know, a target, a place that anyone even really wants to go. And when you're looking at stars, seeing how lackluster this all-star weekend was, you're going to start seeing something we see in a lot of other sports where stars just don't show up. They just take their fine and move on. They don't go to the all-star weekend. And then the NBA is going to have a real problem if that's what happens. Yeah. And what, what Keith mentioned about um, where, where everything's been taking place, like Cleveland, Utah, and the words of Joe Kim Noah. Who said they want to go to Cleveland on vacation? Who, want, who, was going to, who was going to Utah on vacation? I've never heard, hey, where do you want to go to vacation? I want to go to Utah. Skiing. I want to go to Utah. <laughs> I've never been on no skis in my life, so I've never seen oh Utah. Uh, last words on it, and I saw Ramon uh, jumped in the chat with what I was going to say before I said it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, 
They booed Kyrie and they applauded Carl Malone. <laughs> that was just toxic. I couldn't believe it. When I saw that, I'm like, what? They clapped for their own guy who played for the Jazz. But now NBA fans look at Kyrie as a team killer, as a team cancer, as the yeah. Crim Reaper wherever he goes. So they boo him. They're like this guy has forced his way out and ruined teams. Uh, boo. But the guy that had a child at age 20 by a 13-year-old uh, 40 years ago. Yeah, the male also, man. Also, I mean, not worse, but also super creepy to Vanessa Bryant when he was old as hell. Yeah, you guys oh, heard yeah, about that yeah. story? Yeah, yeah. I don't even want He shows up in L.A. wearing a Cowboys hat. Young Vanessa Bryant says, hey, Cowboy, what you hunting? Harmless, you know, just making conversation with an NBA legend. And he goes, I'm hunting little Mexican girls. Oh, my God. This nasty work. They put this man on a on the t- on the Jumbotron? They put this man Carmelo on the Jumbotron, bro. Come on, and he doubled down man. on it. He's like, whatever. He's like, that's my life. I've dealt with it. Oh like, I, it's not it's not a big deal. And like, I don't like he basically said, I don't care, whatever, whatever people got to say. The NBA took an L by putting him on a platter stool and then uh, and then like bringing this. I don't even know if I said that word right. Platter stool platform. Pedestal. 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 Put, put the two words together. A platform it. and a pedestal. It. A pedestal. They put Carl Malone <laughs> on a platestool and then they brought this story back to the foreground, back to headlines. Like nobody was thinking about this until they did that. So uh, let's move on. The NBA All-Star Game in 2025 will be in L.A. at the house that Kobe built. I will see you there. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not going to Indiana next year. That's for damn sure. All right. Breaking news. But not really. It broke yesterday. Congratulations to our coach. We're not getting Ime Udoka. Jacques Vaughn is extended through 2026-2027. Hooray! I think he deserves it. I think he represents the team well. I'm rooting for everybody black. And uh, I love to see uh, Jacques Vaughn get some respect put on his name for being a former net, being a basketball lifer, a good coach who has dealt with all of the nonsense this season from them firing Nash to Kyrie's anti-Semitic stuff to Kyrie requesting a trade to KD getting hurt and then following Kyrie out the door. Jacques Vaughn has been consistent. His post-game and pre-game press conferences way better than Steve Nash. And now he doesn't have to worry about, oh, is E-May coming in? Are they going to get rid of me for somebody else? He is the guy and he's going to lead your Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I I was, like I said, I was, when I got the news, I was a little, I said this on my uh, stream the other day, I was a little shocked by it. I thought the Nets kind of rushed to this extension, but I'm, I'm still rooting for Jock Vaughn, you know, like everything you said. He was disrespected, and shout out to uh, Chris Miller when I was reading a Sports Illustrated article he posted. They overlooked Jock Vaughn a ton of times. The Kenny Atkinson, they hired Kenny Atkinson instead of Jock Vaughn. Then, you know, they demoted Jock Vaughn after the bubble. And then they put Steve Nash in front of Jacques Vaughn. So they overlooked John Vaughn a lot, this organization. And I'm so happy for him that he finally got his turn to be a head coach. I just was a little surprised, like, they went all in and made him the coach until, what is it, 2026, 2027? I was just a little surprised that they went all that far and just waited to see what he was going to do in these next two years when his contract was up. I was just kind of, I was a little shocked. Yeah, and I get that surprise. I mean, it it is. It's a long time. It's a long time to look ahead, especially with how things move both so slow and so fast for this Nets team, right? I mean, it feels like the like it feels like the Harden trade was yesterday, and now we don't have any of the big three, right? But at the same time, I mean, think about what the Nets really lack, and that's stability. And now we have stability in 
an owner who's going to stick around and not for nothing. The Nets did not have that when they first moved to Brooklyn. We have a GM who's going to stick around, did not have that when we moved to Brooklyn. And now we got a head coach and people thought, honestly, that people thought that it was going to be Kenny for the long term. Didn't end up being him. Steve Nash, garbage hire, as everybody knows. Um, But now we have a guy who's part of the culture. I think I read today he's been in the Nets organization with certain stints in the middle and stuff over the course of seven years. So he's a, he's a, he's a Nets lifer, not even just an NBA lifer. And it's, it's really good to see that we'll have some measure of stability. And when you're retooling in the way that we are, I feel like you need that type of stability and not for nothing. It's clear that stars, the stars we had did not want to play and did not respect Steve Nash. And if we are in the market to pick up, whether it's just one star or whatever, to make the Nets a contender again, you want players to want to play for your head coach. You don't want to have to move them to make some splash higher to get that player. And you don't want to have to make promises like that. And so having someone who's so clearly respected by everyone in the NBA stars down to the bottom of the league, I think is only going to help the Nets going forward as well. Yeah, I agree. I just thought like, like AJ said, I thought it was a little rust. Like you had, um, you had him on contract for this year and you had him on contract for next year. Could have waited out this year at the playoffs. You have that. And then you go into next year and then probably the playoffs as well. And then you give that, and then you reevaluate everything that offseason. But you know what? I'll take it. GV has shown a lot of positive flashes, and you got to love, you know, his answers. He knows what he's doing, right? At least we have that with a head coach. You know, so I, I like the hire. Just thought it was a little rushed, but it's not something I'm losing sleep over. I liked it. In my opinion, I guess it was rushed because it didn't have to happen right now. But they are in a rush to get back to the Brooklyn way, the Brooklyn grit and the key word here is culture we'll show a screenshot later of Jacques Vaughn even yeah. using the word culture like culture. that's that's all they talked about today culture 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 right culture. honestly when you remove the cancer you get back to your culture when you take out the toxicity you can become pure again and that starts with naming a head coach that is deserving of the title that literally just exudes positive energy is always smiling uh let's play a video from today that uh, Matt Brooks posted um, with uh, Jacques Vaughn. Let's see. Can I, I? Man, this video is too long to play. It's there. It is. <laughs> 